Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Unfiltered Truth podcast. In today's episode, I am going to be doing things a little bit differently. So today's episode is actually going to be call two of my free three-day experience, which was called Revolution. And you can still actually go and be a part of the experience. The replays are still there. All you have to do is go to the link in my bio and sign up to Revolution. It will direct you to a Facebook page, request access. And in there, you're going to see the community and you will see your instant access to three call replays. This is going to be such an incredible experience for you if you are a high achieving woman, if you are a high achieving human being, you're in business, you're in corporate, no matter what area of life you are in, you will be able to take little nuggets of wisdom and little nuggets of gold from Revolution. So I thought, what a cool experience if I just took the audio from Call 2 and repurposed it into podcast format so you could actually listen along to the um, to the replay. So just note that this is from a masterclass. It is from an online training. So there might be some pauses. There might be some journaling questions. But just take this time to really be present in the teaching and what I am sharing with you. Like I said, this is call two. So if you want access to part one and part three, jump to the link in my bio. But ultimately, I really, really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I am so passionate about teaching articulation, conviction, and opinions, and I just hope you take so much from this episode. As always, please share on your stories, come into my DMs, let me know what you really resonated with from this week's episode, and I'm sure I'll speak to you all very, very soon. So welcome to Revolution. Welcome to day two. Like I said, I'm just going to kick us off. We're three minutes in. I don't want to waste another second of your time. And I want to get into tonight's teaching. So tonight is going to be a lot more laid back, a lot more conversational. There's going to be some journaling prompts. I want you present in the chat. Like I said, I want it popping off. Be in there, be active, be present. So before I kind of dive into recapping what yesterday was and going into tonight, I'm really, really curious. What I would love to hear from everyone is one takeaway from call one already. (laughs) <laughs> me ready to write 10 pages of notes even my notes are long I feel like for this it's actually funny my notes for revolution have been longer than any notes for anything else that I've ever written um it's just like I'm in the flow and I'm like I've got so much to say so when I said you know oh the training is gonna be 45 minutes I'm like that was really wishful thinking so number one takeaway what is one lesson that you have taken and extracted from revolution already get in the chat be a student If you're watching the replay, I want it in the comment section. Yep, I love the quote about being the villain in some people's stories, but the hero in others. That really landed. Just not holding back to show my nerd brain. I love that. Choose a better problem. Yes, one of my favorite things to say ever. Please choose to have a better problem, babes. (laughs) Seriously. Cool. Keep them coming. What else? Body language and speaking with conviction on stories. Yes, body language is so important. And I bet since I've said that, you probably have all started analyzing my body language when I've spoken on my stories. You're like, ooh, she has a lot of hand gestures. I always do this. I've noticed in one of my reels, I start every video with like this crab claw. 
um, which is interesting. <laughs> Directness is not superior, but honesty is, was the quote that really landed for me. Um, yeah, it's one of my favorite things to say, and I'm going to go back to that, that I'm the one that is holding me back. Things are so minimal, so I need to choose a better problem. No longer starting with hoping people's days. <laughs> yeah, and now you'll never do that. <laughs> Body language, have authority in my voice. This is so, so cool. I love hearing these takeaways. And the part about like directness not being superior, I think is so important because particularly in the coaching industry and particularly in the online space, people love to say that they are direct. I was like, I'm the direct coach. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you forward. I'm going to do all of these things. And that's actually not superior, right? I'm direct because I'm actually naturally a direct person. Like if you're my friend, I speak to you the same way. I, I've always spoken like this, right? Whereas I have clients and I've literally said, hey, babe, I don't want you to be direct on your stories because you're not a direct person, right? I don't want you in your conviction, in your articulation to be anyone that you're not. I want you to be you, but we're enhancing it. We're tweaking it. It's like, how can I speak more directly to my audience? And in order to speak directly, we don't have to be direct. Does that make sense? We don't always have to be the one that's calling you out and calling you forward. And But equally, I feel like the narrative around, I'm going to call you out is like, I don't like that. <laughs> right? My intention is never to call you out. I don't want you to leave my calls and go, oh my God, I want to call you forward, right? When you enter my world and when you enter my space, there's an unspoken expectation that you're here to do big shit. And I want that for you, right? Even I keep referencing my in-person event, but it's just like on the forefront of my mind. It was like the best day of my life. Um, and like, I cried, when I was explaining my why and, and why I want to do this, why I love my clients and why I want you to see your power is because I don't want you to go another second not seeing it. I don't want you to go another day not fully anchored into your power. I don't want you to waste another second. I see too many people wasting their life away by not doing this. So like it's teaching you how to articulate yourself, teaching you how to be convicted to me is like the biggest gift I can give you, right? And with that comes honesty. It's about being honest. And if you're a bestie energy kind of coach or a business owner, or maybe you're in the corporate world or whatever you are, that's perfect. So I don't want you to come in a revolution thinking, I need to change who I am. It's like, no, no, we're just, we're just elevating it. We're making you even better. We're moving from good to great to extraordinary. And with that comes the pursuit of honesty. So this is really cool. Um, the difference in opening and widening your mouth can make to your voice, which is such a small and easy change that we can all make. Yeah. And it just like comes with the projection of your voice and actually speaking with such clarity and conviction. Also loved when you said most people settle for good, but what if you could achieve great or something along those lines that was powerful? Yeah, because people get content. People get content. And when we are content, you will find that more fears and excuses come up which is ironic, right? People settle for complacency. And when they're complacent, they don't want to meet any edges. They don't want to stretch it because what happens if my stability and my safety gets ripped from me? And this is the part where the, one of the biggest reasons why people don't share opinions online is because they're scared. They're scared of something. They're scared of, of judgment. They're scared of failure. They're scared of this, that, whatever it is. And I just find that so interesting because 
in that process of choosing fear over your desire, you're abandoning yourself. And it's like, okay, cool. You would rather abandon yourself in that process than see what you're capable of. I find that very interesting about humanity, right? We all have fears and that's perfect, but what are you going to do about it, right? And that's where the choose a better problem came in. Literally just choose a better problem. What you're entertaining tells me a lot about you, tells me a lot about your tenacity, tells me a lot about your consistency, tells me a lot about your commitment. That's why I'm so honest with you. So I haven't even looked at my notes yet. That was just me recapping everything with you. So let's get into tonight and let's get into what we're going to be talking about. So I'm just going to touch on articulation again because I have a little bit more to say. I was reflecting on the call. I'm like, I want to say more. So I'm saying more. Um, And what we're going to do is go into conviction tonight and what conviction looks like, why, how you can strengthen your conviction um, and things like that. So to kind of recap us with articulation, what articulation really is, is what you say and how you say it. So it's not just the language that you use, but how you're actually communicating that point. And this is why people can sometimes think, oh, I'm so articulate. I know exactly what to say. But the way in which they say it isn't landing, right? Someone could have such a cool point and opinion online, even like relate this however it needs to relate, but they say it in the wrong way. Whether that's they're defensive, whether that's they're swearing in it, whether that's they're monotone, they speak too quickly, right? Whatever it is. So articulation is actually so much more than what you're saying in the content of your sentence, but how you're saying it. And people can be scared to take up space, right? Some some people are scared to take up space. Let me know if you relate to that. Some people are scared to be visible. Some people are scared to be too loud. Potentially their whole life they've been told they're too much. You need to be quiet, whatever it is. This is the space where I want you to know that I actually want you to be loud. Like I want you to take up space. And that was a huge intention behind the in-person events is to create a space where you actually are going to be seen. And when I made everyone introduce themselves, I made them stand up. I said, get up and introduce yourself. And everyone was like, ooh, I was like, interesting how that's edgy. But you could sit and introduce yourself. But the minute you have to stand and all eyes are on you, there's a contraction in your body, right? And I've already been refining the day for February as the next one. And I've got a workshop element in there that I didn't do on, on Sunday to push people more, to take up more space, right? When you're online, it's like your own domain. This is your own environment. You're like, you're staking your claim. Like, this is my territory. Interesting how you're still not taking up so much space. There's something in that. When people ghost their audience for, for days and weeks at a time, or if they're barely posting, what it, that tells me is that you're not passionate that you don't have that ferocious appetite we spoke about yesterday. I actually believe that when there's friction in life or in business or resistance, there's typically truth to it. It's not about refinement. It's about, okay, why do I even like what I'm teaching? (laughs) Do I even like this? Right. And that was when I had the realization that I don't want to teach you how to scale to six figures anymore. (laughs) 
there are a lot of conversations that go on in the coaching industry that I actually don't want to contribute to anymore. That's okay too. And I'm willing to go first in that. I'm willing to go, hey, I actually don't want to contribute to that conversation. So no matter what industry you're in, no matter what conversations you're a part of, you don't have to contribute to them. I want you to look at your language as currency. Look at your language as money and start treating your words and your language like money. Where are you spending it? Where are you utilizing your language? Don't waste it contributing to a conversation that doesn't aid your growth. And we're going to go into this in conviction later where I have a really powerful question for you to ask yourself. You actually can say no. And you actually can do business your way, which is really cool. And you actually can contribute to conversations the way that you want to say them. So if you're naturally a fiery person, be fiery online. I want to see it from you. If you're naturally soft, be soft. Nothing is wrong and nothing is superior. In the chat box, I want you to describe yourself to me. Whatever words come to mind, if I was to ask a family member about you, if I was to ask a friend about you, what words would come up? Put them in the chat. Grounded. I agree. Softly spoken, big heart, creative. Honest, thoughtful, loud. What else? Let's do a couple more. And if you're already stumped on this question, we have a problem, by the way. Bold, big personality, sensitive. I love this. Driven, smart, loving. Yup. What else? <laughs> An English breakfast tea addict. A nerd who always wants to share quirky, fun facts with everyone, especially about health and well-being. Caring, empathetic, opinionated. Just to name a few. I love this. Would I say that online? Strong, loving, good. If I went on your Insta Instagram page right now, would I see every single aspect of this? Would I see your loudness? Would I see your smartness? Would I see your intelligence? Would I see your heart? Would I see your creativity? Not every aspect, no. Interesting. Interesting. Not to its fullest extent, yeah. People love to say that they're opinionated, but they're actually not. And I'm going to go into that later too. This is where, this is your starting point. You want to build conviction? Be, be you. I want to see that. I want to see your sensitivity. I want to see your boldness. I want to see how driven you are. So what that looks like, I'm going to take the driven one because the last one I said, if you're, if you're telling me you're driven, I better see that on your Instagram. I better see consistent as fuck. I better see consistent content. I better see you sharing your message over and over and over and over and over again. 
right? I got a reflection from someone that came to my event on Sunday and she's very, very much in my world. And what she said to me was, you just repeated your message. I said, that's the point. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here. I'm repeating myself, sure, but I'm speaking to things through different lenses. That's articulation. This is the part where people actually lose their voice because they overcomplicate this. It's like, I need to make it different. I need to reinvent the wheel. I need to do this. It's like, actually, you don't. I want to see the same shit over and over and over and over and over again. I want to see how passionate you are. Tell me it again and again and again. Speak to it through different lenses, right? Say this, say this is the point. Say this is your mission. And you only speak to it through one lens. Speak to it through every possible lens. Sit down, pen to paper. Don't reinvent the wheel. Don't overcomplicate it. You can build a business off of simplicity. <laughs> Surprise. The reason why I believe that people overcomplicate business is because I think people think it needs to be complicated and that their programs need to be the most life-changing thing in the world, that their copy has to be life-changing. I actually don't believe that to be true. I think this industry benefits over 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 complicating too much shit, to be honest. And I think the example and marketing of shadow work is a prime example. Shadow work in, in nature isn't hard or complicated. But what's happened is people have marketed it and twisted it so it's this big, scary thing. So you need all these programs for it. You need all of these things. But when you build a business off of desire and not need, you begin to speak to people's most empowered version. I'm speaking to the most empowered version of you right now. I'm not bonding with you over pain. I'm calling you up. And I will repeat my message again and again. I will be screaming this from the rooftops in a year's time. <laughs> You're like, shut this bitch up. We know articulation is important, but I'm going to speak to it through different lenses because of my evolution. Allow for your evolution. This is the part where people are like, I want to bore my audience. I said, you're boring if you don't evolve. That's boring. What would be boring if I delivered this exact training again in a year's time? That's boring. But what isn't boring is the substance to my mission. Does that make sense? My substance to my mission isn't boring. And I will continue to evolve and elevate it. That's how you build client retention. That's how you build trust. Surprise. Because your clients and your audience can see, oh shit, she's passionate about this. You're not chopping and changing. You're not getting a shiny object syndrome. People's fear of being boring is one of the biggest hindrances in business. Because they're constantly reinventing the wheel, which means... You're constantly half-assing shit. I want you to pick one thing and be so good at it. Pick one for me. That's it. When you're so good at that, pick two. You don't actually need to know it all. You just need to know it all about one thing and still allow for your evolution. Do I think I'm the most articulate person on the planet? No. 
but I'm still qualified to teach this because I'm very, very good at it. But I'm not going to be teaching you about food because I'm not very good at that. And I don't care that I'm not good at that. I don't want to be. I want to be known as the articulate woman. I will do everything for my legacy. How is this landing? Is this making sense? Come in the chat. Yeah, I think I've had it twisted. Yeah, cool. Oh, this is getting spanked. <laughs> but exactly how I feel. Makes sense. Yes, so clear. Work to do. <laughs> this is good. I haven't even started my notes. I just got on a tangent about something because I've been thinking today. Okay. Back to my first point. I feel like you're speaking to literally everything I've been working through lately. This is really, really cool. Let me turn that off. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's a conversation that's very, very needed. I think it's a conversation that's very, very needed. And I think it's going to be a massive, massive contributor to people's businesses not being so complicated anymore. So like I said at the beginning, articulation is what you say and how you say it, right? It's the tone, cadence, and projection in which you say it. I'm going to explain each one. The tone of your voice. My tone is not monotone, right? My tone is very bold when I speak. The cadence, the pauses that I take how I say something, right? Everyone's cadence is going to be different. Allow for that. Projection, how much I widen my mouth to project my voice, right? Everyone is going to be different in that. But those three things will aid your conviction. Because if you don't project your voice, one, I can't hear you. So, like, what are you saying to me? <laughs> Speak up. But two, you're, you're not compelling to me. You're not persuasive. You're influential. Business owners, I believe, are influencers. And not in, like, the way that we perceive influencers. Not in the way of, like, social media influencers. But by definition, you're influencing. In some degree. I'm influencing you right now. In fact, I'm manipulating you right now healthily right and I do that through the projection of my voice simple it's like I gave the example last night if I came on here and I was monotone no one would be here tonight <laughs> and if you were here it's just because you're committed as fuck no matter what you're like I will listen to this bitch right it's like I don't know how many of you have gone to university there's nothing worse than getting a boring lecturer you're like oh my god this is the worst. I have no idea what you're saying. I'm going to fail this subject. <laughs> right? I've had my experience at that. You can be the most convicted person in the room. You can tell me you're the most convicted. You can tell me you're the most opinionated. But if you can't articulate that, you're leaving money on the table. You know how many people I meet that go, oh my God, I'm so opinionated. I'm like, where? I have so much to say. Where are you saying it? You have no idea how opinionated I am behind closed doors, though. I don't care what you're like behind the scenes. I want to see it on the scenes. 
he was so fucking opinionated, I would actually see it. And your opinions would be different. People like to pride themselves on having opinions and it's the exact same shit I say everywhere. I want to see you. Right? This is about trends. It's like, you know, when we see one person start something then everyone starts doing it, I have an opinion too. It's like, no, you don't. Your opinion is the same as that person's opinion. Why do you think we don't know how to debate? Because no one thinks about their opinion for more than two seconds to formulate any evidence to support their opinion. One of the first reflections my mentor gave to me, which I, it's actually just like a core memory for me, like I never forgot about it, is she goes, you're literally so smart that whatever you say, I'm going to believe you because I don't know what leg to stand on with you. She's like, you have so much evidence to everything that you say. And I'm like, true. Because you can guarantee that whatever I share in my trainings online, I have evidence to back me up. And evidence that's beyond, it feels good in my body. Evidence before integrity, congruency. I will actually tell you why. When I coach someone, right, and I'll ask them a question out of nowhere, they're like, where did you, where did you even go with that tangent? I will explain to them how I got there. All right, the reason why I'm asking you this question is because I heard this and that activated me to think this, and that's how I got to this tangent here. We're an industry, if I'm, I'm relating this to coaching right now, that doesn't need qualifications. That's fact. That's okay. I'm fine with that. But the detriment to that is people don't have any evidence to support what they do. And that's a problem. Right? You're opinionated. Okay, I believe you. That's perfect. That's great. I want you to be opinionated. I like it. Do you know how to articulate that opinion? Do you know how to share that opinion in a room where everyone thinks you're wrong? Ooh. Do you know how to articulate that opinion when someone comes back at you with a different one? Or do you go defensive? Or do you start to raise your voice? Do you start to shake? For me, there's levels to being opinionated. If you're opinionated and you get defensive, I'd say you're at a level two or three. Right? If you have any sort of title or authority in your bio, you better show up like that. Right? The word educator is trending at the moment. Everyone pop an educator in their bio. Fine by me. You want to educate? I like that. I think more people need to be educated. That's perfect. But would I see you as an educator though? Would I see you actually educate people on your opinion and your conviction? Or are you convicted on a good day and on a bad day you're ghosting your audience? You're an educator on, on, on good terms. You're an educator when things feel good, when you've had a good night's sleep. When you're regulated, you're an educator. If you're a coach, are you a coach when you're making money or are you a coach all the time? Are you a coach when sales are popping up or are you neutral and you're grounded in being a coach? 
it's all well and good to put the word coach in your bio. Anyone can. I did when I first started. I was like, hmm, mindset coach now. <laughs> Felt weird. I was like, okay, what do I do with this now? But how much time do you actually dedicate to perfecting your craft? I mean, hours and hours and hours of time. How much time do you spend working on being convicted in what you do? How much, like, be honest. How much time do you dedicate to refining your craft, to formulating an opinion, to muting other people, to stop consuming, or in the scroll hole, wondering why you lack inspiration? I'll just see what every other coach is doing. Then I'll know what to do. Are you still competing? I have a lot of opinions. Okay, cool. Name one that isn't overused. I bet you have a lot of opinions, but I also bet they're very general. Pro productivity is good for business. No shit. It's not about the money. No shit. <laughs> okay, cool. You're not unique in that. That's not your point of difference. What is? Where does that ferocious appetite come back into it? Where is your hunger? I want to see it from you. And it's not about having opinions that are controversial. I don't want you to come out there and start talking about COVID or something political. You can if you want. You don't have to. But it's like, what, what actually makes me different? What actually makes me different? What, it, what, what makes me, what is my point of difference? Why am I doing this? Right? And it gets to be simple coming back to that conversation at the beginning. I don't want you to overcomplicate this. I want you to take one opinion and speak to it through 10 different lenses. Keep speaking to it. Keep reiterating your point. Why do you do what you do? And that's what I want you to tell me in the chat. Why do you do what you do? I don't want you to make it perfect. I just, I actually just want to know. Why are you here? What, why do you do this? to help improve lives and make a stable living from seeing others reach their full potential. I'm here for personal reasons and the fact I'm fucking over not being heard. I love this. To help others experience a more fulfilling and intentional life because I want to be the voice for neurodivergent and queer people that they didn't realize they needed to hear so that they're not alone. I just want people to feel safe and whole in their bodies and build a healthy lifestyle for them that actually works rather than being constantly let down by false information shared online by influencers and the fitness industry. We all want fulfillment, right? That's our common theme in the chat is everyone, we want fulfillment for ourselves, for our clients. If you want them to be fulfilled, this is your work. 
how can I be the most solid, grounded, neutral person? It's this. You want to be neutral, you work on your conviction. You want to be heard, what do you want to be heard in? Do you even know? You want to take up more space, what does that look like for you? The reward is there if you want it. You want to change lives, you have to be willing to change yours. It starts with you. There is seriously like nothing more empowering than being convicted, in my opinion. Because what's conviction when we strip it back? It's confidence. And I can see it. I get, like I said, I can see it in body language. I want you to analyze me. What makes me convicted? What is it about me that you're like, oh, that bitch. <laughs> She's passionate. Start to mirror that behavior. Articulation is a skill that you need to practice day in and day out. Yeah, confidence and clear, effective delivery. I love that. Open body language, neutral facial expressions, confidence in your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm confident. I'm clear. You own your shit. Always. The pauses. Yeah. I let you digest what I'm saying. I actually want you to sit in. I'll sit here in silence. I, I actually like fully want to be like, okay, what is she saying right now? Being in your transmission, not relying on notes. Yeah, I, I like I have dot points here. Like, what does a dot point say? Like one of my dot points is fulfillment. That's all it says, it's just fulfillment. I've gotten very, very good at note-taking. I don't have sentences and sentences here. I've gotten words that will prompt me. Conviction is a firmly held belief or opinion. That's the definition when you Google it. That's what conviction is. A firmly held belief or opinion. For me, I believe that you can hold a belief or an opinion but in order to firmly hold it, you need to be willing to share it. You need to find the courage to be disliked at the end of the day. Because people dislike you right now. It is statistically impossible for everyone to like you. Goes back to what I said last night about being the villain. You, ha you have to reach a point in your life where you look in the mirror and go, oh my God, I'm actually sick of my own fucking shit. And I refuse to continue to bring this in and in and in. You need to decide it's that simple. There is no 10 step process. It's not like I'm going to get my cards out and I'm going to get my meditation, my binaural beats on and like one day I'll feel good. It's like, no, you're deciding you'll feel good today and you'll move on. Because if your biggest challenge in life is I don't know how to share my opinion online. Good luck. I want you to have more respect for yourself. And that's why we're all here, right? 
We're like, I actually want to learn it. I want to own my own shit. I, I, I want to be convicted. This is how I speak to myself. Is like, I feel this fear and I'm actually going to move regardless. I'm just going to keep going. Conviction is important in both personal and professional life, right? And we think personal life, we have to be convicted in our lifestyle. We have to be convicted in our health. If you're a parent, your parenting style, your education, what you're being educated in, where you're being educated, professional life, if you're in the corporate world, you have to be convicted in leadership roles. If you run a business, oh my God, you have to be convicted. Your conviction needs to run deep. Your conviction will fuel your passion. That's why consistency shouldn't be a problem for you. If content's a problem, your passion is off. You're focusing on the wrong things. Because when you're passionate, you don't shut up. <laughs> it's like me with this event. I'm like, I can't stop talking about it. I know it's only been like two days, but I don't, I can't shut up. It's like, I want to scream it from the rooftops because I'm so convicted in it. Because I was willing to build evidence. Conviction is the requirement of going first and building evidence later. But what happens is people want to be convicted and they want the evidence now. They want the instant gratification now. They want the results now. That's not happening. How can you move without evidence? What is required for you? One of the biggest things that I did that aided my evolution and my conviction is setting up my environment for success. When I first began the transition from what I used to teach to what I'm teaching now, I messaged my mentor, my best friend, and I told my partner, I live with him, I didn't have to message him. I said, hey, I'm about to send it a little bit online, <laughs> a little bit more than I have. There are going to be moments where I wobble. I need you to hold me in the wobbles and remind me why I'm doing it. You don't actually have to do this stuff alone. It's like, hey, babe, I'm going to send it online. I'm actually going to share an opinion. That's a bit of an edge for me. Whatever that looks like for you. Can you hold me if I wobble? Can you remind me why I'm doing this? Yeah, of course I can. Okay, cool. And it's funny, I never even had to ask them to remind me because I knew I had created safety in my environment. That if I did wobble and I did question, I could go to them and be like, please remind me, why am I being opinionated again? Because of this, this, and this. So create reasons, but create safety. Like, okay, I'm going to start sharing more online. Whatever that opinion could look like. Your most controversial opinion could be that you love Zoom. I don't know. I'm using that as an example because we're on Zoom. And that's perfect. I don't want them to be these overcomplicated things but be willing to create safety in your environment for it. A few more reasons why conviction is important. For influence and impact. The chat box, everyone wants to impact in some way, whether it's yourself or others. You want to influence others in some way. 
show them what it means to create a healthy lifestyle, to build their dream life, to build their dream business, like whatever it is, right? Insert your reason here. Okay. In order to influence, you have to be confident. Imagine if I was teaching you conviction and articulation and you got on this call and you could tell hands down I wasn't even convicted. I'd automatically build tr lose trust with you. Right? Conviction is important for persuasion. That's what marketing is at the end of the day. You're persuading people to join your world. You're persuading people to spend money on you. Don't take that lightly. They're hard-earned money on you. Where, where did this entitlement come from? When I first started, my calls were $40. <laughs> and that was perfect. Even tonight, this is free, but you all have chosen to be here. You could be anywhere. I don't take that lightly. In fact, I'm so grateful that you're all here. And if you're watching the replay, I'm grateful that you're watching the replay. I'm grateful that you've taken time out. In order to persuade, it has to come from a clean energy. It has to come from an energy of, you know your audience doesn't need you. I know you don't need me, but you want to be here. And I will do everything to persuade you on the power of conviction and articulation, which requires me to repeat my message. Right? Can we see it? It's like, we want to persuade, stop reinventing the wheel. You want to influence, stop reinventing the wheel. Stop changing your mind. Stop going from this, that, mother. Pick one, stick with it, move on. Shove it down people's throats. I want you to be known for this thing. And the thing about legacy building and big brand building and awareness and visibility and in order to stand out in your industry is it's going to come with repetition. So even your homework, if you will, is why do you do what you do? Write it out in depth. Come back to it. Conviction is important for command and to demand attention. A lot of people like to pop the word leader and authority in their bio without being a leader. And I use those words because why wouldn't you? The good words. Earn your badge. Earn your stripes. Earn your ranks. Earn it. By working on your conviction, by working on your articulation. Get skin in the game. Get into the arena. I don't care how long you've been here. I don't care if you've been here for two years and five years. Would I see the results of that? People love to get wrapped in that. Oh, I've been in business for as long as you and like, I don't have your success. I don't care. You could be here for 10 years. You don't have my success. It tells me that you're not convicted. That's okay. Let's work on it then. Conviction builds emotional resilience. You've got to be resilient to, resilient to be in business, period. Why people project on you? You know how many times I meet people that are like, I didn't like you. I'm like, oh, great. You scare me. Okay, that's really great. Right? You have to be resilient. Resilience is a byproduct of conviction. But overall, my biggest reason for teaching you conviction is fulfillment. Because nothing will beat the feeling of like, oh my God, I am using my voice so loudly and so proudly. I am willing to share 
what needs to be shared. And I will take whatever hit I need to take. I am so passionate about articulation, for example, that I could get someone in my DMs being like, why are you teaching this? This is boring. I'd be like, I don't care. (laughs) Because I know it's not. But I'm also not for everyone and you're not for everyone. There are going to be people that think you're boring. Let that be okay. I'm not here to entertain everyone. I don't want to. I'm for the people that are for me. The biggest distinction we need to draw is the difference between conviction and stubbornness. Right? People that are stubborn. I'm sure we all know one in our lives. Someone probably came to mind. Like, there's a fucking stubborn. You can't get through to them. They're always right. That's not conviction. I'm actually willing to be wrong. Because I actually am wanting to critically think about things. When I open myself up to different perspectives, I open myself up to either strengthening my opinion already or getting a new perspective. Will I die? No. Will I lose anything in the process? No. I'm actually open to being wrong. I've had clients do calls with me and go, I actually disagree with some of your opinions. I'm like, good. It shows that you critically think. I want you to critically think. I don't want you to be a yes man. And I'm not a yes man. Stubbornness is the inability to be wrong. Stubbornness is closed mind. Conviction is open mind. That's my key distinction. Open mind versus closed mind. Sure, there are opinions in my life that you probably can't change my mind on, but I'm still open to hearing yours. I'm still open to hear what you have to say. But I will never contribute my opinion unless I'm prompted to do so. That's the thing. Is people have opinions and they're passionate and they blurt them out. When it's unwarranted. It's not even invited. There are times where it's actually a hindrance to share your opinion. You don't need to push an agenda. But if you're prompted, you're solid. Conviction looks like description. For example, a commonly used phrase in this industry is, I'm going to hold you to a higher standard. But no one tells you what that standard is. I'm going to hold you to a higher standard. What does that mean? What is a high standard? What is that standard? What's what's high to you? What, What is it? Get specific. Your conviction can be tweaked when you go deeper. It's like, okay, you hold people to a high standard. That's great. What does that look like? I'm going to help you build your dream life. Okay, what does that look like? I'm going to help you live authentically. What does that look like? Tweaks to your articulation and conviction looks like depth. It's like, let me go deeper here. And when you get to go deeper and you build depth, around your articulation, you actually become more solid in the process. The irony of it. But no one's willing to sit with themselves for two, more than two seconds because they'd rather consume social media. How is this landing? How is this landing? Good. So powerful, loving it. Very true. This is solid. So good. So good. Cool. All right. My next point. 
What influences your conviction is your belief system. Really, that's why it's so hard is because we're actually working with psyche here. We're actually working with your mindset. Your fear of being wrong, your fear of judgment, your fear of whatever comes down to a belief system that you'll probably be abandoned in the process. We have a primal need to belong. And that actually operates a lot of our life, subconsciously and consciously. It's like, I need to belong into a group. I need to belong to this friend. I need to belong here. I need to belong there. I need to be accepted. I can't be accepted if I share this. And this is a very primal instinct. Think back to like caveman times. It's a very tribal instinct. Welcome to humanity. Welcome to human behavior. Welcome to psyche, which is really, really cool. But we can actually change that belief. We can actually change your belief system. Is it easy? No. Can we? Yes. So know that you have autonomy over that, which I think is very empowering. So the first question to ask yourself is, what do I believe to be true? It's a simple question. What do I believe to be true? What do I believe is my consequence of being opinionated? What do I believe is my consequence of spending more time working on my conviction? Nine times out of 10, it's I'll be abandoned. But here's the thing. For as long as you don't actually share your opinions, you're abandoning yourself. You're teaching other people how to treat you. And you will continue to attract relationships in your life that mirror that behavior of self-abandonment. People don't know how to be convicted because they don't have any clarity. So they operate on that fear of abandonment. They operate on that fear of I'm not going to be accepted. I'm not going to be liked. People are going to hate me. I'm going to be the bitch, whatever it is. Because there's a lack of clarity because people aren't sitting with their opinions and their conviction. This is one of the biggest hindrances and limitations to becoming convicted. Both personal and professional life is having no clarity. And there's two parts to this. The first is we can have a lack of clarity because we look at what everyone else is doing as our benchmark. What has been done before? And I'm going to do that. What's everyone else doing? I'm going to do it like that. But in my flair, in my twist, because no one speaks to this like me. I bet they do. We're setting benchmarks and what other people are doing. And I want you to do that. I want you to create your own lane. I want you to be willing to go first. But you're also not unique in going first. You're just unique in the way that you want to do it. The second reason for a lack of clarity is a limited understanding of what your point of difference is. 
So you're a coach, and you teach strategy. But what makes you different? Oh, I, I'm me. I'm my own niche. Shut up. <laughs> Come on. Don't waste my time with that. I'm my own niche. So you haven't sat with it for more than 10 seconds, have you? It's easy to slap. I'm my own niche. Onto it. My dream clients mirror me. What does that mean? Who talks like that? Imagine going into Prada, going to the marketing manager of Prada, going, let's, let's market this new bag. Who's our target audience? Who's our niche? Prada. Come on. Spend more time with your conviction. <laughs> your audience is not mirroring shit. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You're responsible for your conviction. Respect your business more than I'm my niche. Respect your business more than that. Spend time with it. What's your point of difference? What makes you unique? I asked you to describe yourself at the beginning of the call. It's those things. How can we amp it up? How can we dial it up by 10? How can you be louder? How can you be more intelligent? How can you be funnier? How can you be more sensitive? I want more. I want your point of difference. And that's actually going to be a magnetizer for your audience. They're not mirroring shit. You're actually attracting them. Shock. Welcome to marketing. This is the part where it's like when we have coaches start to teach business without having any business knowledge where you begin to waste a lot of time. When we don't have an understanding of consumer psychology and we try and do marketing, good luck. My challenge for you is to put yourself in rooms where there are actually different conversations happening. Otherwise, you will fall victim to confirmation bias. When you surround yourself with everyone that thinks the same way as you, it's going to be detrimental to your ability to form any new opinions or expand your current ones. Get into rooms where you're expanded. My final point before I wrap it up about conviction is what I like to call strategic conviction. Okay? This is a reflection I get that I do very well and I agree. I am very strategic with what I do and don't share online. So whilst I want you to dial up your personalities, that doesn't mean we share everything online. The question, this is like a very, very powerful question for you to ask yourself before you share anything online. Will this support or hinder my brand? Will this support or hinder my brand? For some coaches and business owners, speaking to politics will actually hinder their brand. For others, it actually will support it. For some coaches and business owners, speaking to trends in the industry will actually hinder their brand. I personally think one of the most detrimental things coaches can do is shit on the industry. It's like... What complex are you playing into? 
you will notice I'm very strategic about what I share. My second degree is in politics. Have you ever seen me post about politics? There's a reason for that. It would be a hindrance to my brand. I'm a business coach. But equally, there might be some times that I'll share some things. I might allude to the political environment. I might allude to context. I might allude to things that are emblematic of contextual concerns. But you'll never see me post about it. And that doesn't mean I don't care. It means the archetype that I'm in is teacher, it's coach, it's mentor, it's not advocate. This is where it's important to understand what your authority is and what archetype you actually play into. If you're the advocate, that's perfect. You need to post advocacy. You need to post things like that. I don't. It would actually hinder my brand. And it'd be strategic and smarter for me to spend time creating content that would actually support my brand. So in that, in developing strategic conviction, the first step is identifying what you want to be known for. When people think of you, what words do you want to come to mind? For me, it's the articulate woman. So it's in my bio. I repeat it all the time. The second step to building strategic conviction is looking at where are you currently not that? So what's your brand? What do you want to be known for? Where are you not that and why? And how can we strengthen that part of your brand today? Building conviction actually isn't difficult, but it's going to come with choosing a better problem than I'm scared. That's not impressive to me. I'm not impressed. I'm not influenced by you when you're scared. I'm not influenced. I'm not, you're not persuading me of shit. But when I can feel that you're solid, I'm listening. When you greet me on your Instagram stories with conviction and you're projecting your voice and you're not swearing and name-calling, I'm listening. But the minute you slip into name-calling, the minute you slip into making us someone else wrong, you've lost me. We want to bond with our audience and our clients over empowerment. And this is why articulation starts now. It starts in your content. It starts on your story. It starts everywhere because that's the beginning of the client journey. And that's the beginning of people formulating an expression and an opinion of you. Everyone's forming an opinion of you right now. Every content, when you ghost, whatever it is, make it count. Make their opinion of you count by allowing them to see who you are beneath it all. So that wraps up conviction. It was very hard for me to keep that in 60 minutes, but I did. And I'm proud of myself. And I never should have said the trainings might be 45 minutes because that's just a flat out line. Anyone that's in my world knows there was no fucking way I was sticking to 45 minutes um, at all. But I am sticking to three calls. <laughs> How is that landing for everyone? I want to hear your biggest takeaway. Drop it in the chat. And then we're going to wrap her up. And yeah, I want to hear from you. How is this feeling?
Feeling good. Good. Feels good. Got to own my shit. Yes. Feeling good. Love this chat. Biggest takeaway. I don't have to constantly reinvent myself in order to feel good for others. Um, feels good. Feeling motivated and more clear in direction. Big takeaway. What makes me different? Need to anchor into that. Feeling revolutionized. Honestly, welcome. Hence the name. This is really, really, really cool. What I don't want you to do is step away from this call and be like, I'll do that one day. I'll share my opinion one day. I'll, I'll sit with this. There is a difference between contemplating something and actioning it and then just sitting in contemplation for the sake of cock-blocking your own growth. Action now. Tweak now. There is power in solidifying your why. Literally so much power. It's like if we spent more time figuring that out, we would actually solve a lot of problems. It starts right now. Day one, it does. Biggest takeaway, being convicted doesn't mean getting defensive and swearing while guilty. Yeah, and that's a skill. That's a skill. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up here. Have the best evening. Have the best day wherever you are and whenever you're watching this. I will see you all in tomorrow night for Obsession. That is our third and final topic. As always, share on your stories. Come into my DMs. Let me know what's landing. Be active in Facebook. We've got the giveaway. And yeah, hope you all have the most beautiful evening. Bye.